So how do you attract new business so you constantly don't have to chase it? Hi, I'm Mike Cuevas, the Real Estate Marketing Dude, and this podcast is all about building a strong personal brand people have come to know, like, trust, and most importantly, refer. But remember, it is not their job to remember what you do for a living, it's your job to remind them. Let's get started. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude Podcast. What is up? And welcome to another week. Folks, what we're going to be talking about today is um, everything's marketing, but you can have the best damn marketing in the world. If you can't convert it, what the fuck's the point? So what we're going to talk about is um, what do you do when you actually do get your phone to ring, right? Like you have to do something with it. This isn't uh, rocket science, but one of the biggest problems I had when I was still a broker owner was when I used to buy my agents leads or I was always trying to come up with like this super duper like business model where I could just plug and play with different agents. And the problem that I had was that I could never get consistent results from the agents. Why? Because some agents can convert and others can't even pick up the damn phone. And then the other ones don't even pick up the phone to call them back when they do get a lead. So regardless of what type of marketing you're doing, what we're going to focus on today is going to be on how you convert the leads that you are generating, if you're generating them. And if you're not converting leads, just how do you convert anyone to trust you to sign on the line that is dotted, right? So what we're going to be doing today is uh, interviewing um, kick-ass dude. This guy is, I'm going to be on his show uh, later on. He has probably the coolest name in the world. And his name is Mr. Shadi Bazi. What's up, buddy? Why don't you say hello to our listeners and, uh, Give us a brief rundown. Who the hell are you? Where you come yeah. from and what we're going to get into today. Yeah. First of all, I just want to say um, I, I love what you do and I'm honored to, to be, you know, here on your show and giving value to, you know, your audience. Uh, I've been in the real estate industry now for well over 20 years. I got my start in uh, Dearborn, Michigan, which is a suburb of Detroit and uh, had a pretty okay career over there, but I wanted to earn $100,000 a year, but with an average commission check of like six, $700, I was like, man, I gotta sell like 150 homes. There's gotta be a better way to do this. And uh, so I made uh, the move to Orange County, California. And when I moved out to Orange County, California, I went to work for a gentleman by the name of Mike Ferry because I never really graduated from college. And I figured there's no better place for me to get you know, a real life college degree than there. So I did very well over there. And then I think in about 2004, 2005, I said, okay, well, I've learned enough. Uh, I'm, I'm making six figures now. Uh, but I was around all these big thinkers, Mike, like people making a ton of money, you know, the coaches and most the agents from all over the country. You know, my small thinking, you know, many years ago was like, you know, $100,000 a year. Now I'm thinking like, what would it be like to make $100,000 a month? Yeah. So that's when I decided to resign and uh, go into real estate. And in my first 30 days, I put over $100,000 worth of uh, commissions in place, uh, primarily all listings taken and zero buyers. But then again, I had that passion for really helping people because I never really had the help and I had to seek the help and travel 3,000 miles from my home to get that help. So I fell in love with the coaching industry. And then at that time, Tom Ferry invited me to come in and coach for his company. And since then, been on over 30,000 one-on-one coaching calls. In 2011, I started my own company called Top Listing Agent. And as they say, the rest is history. Nice, man. Nice. So folks, this dude knows how to convert, coach, um, you name it. 
So what we're going to do is pick his brain on today is just that we want to focus on um, converting. And um, Shadi, tell me, why is it like, why do so many different agents like here, here's my problem when I, when I was a broker owner, I could go out and buy a Zillow zip code for like, you know, whatever, what do they charge now? 5,000, $6,000 a month. Yeah. That, that's, that's not a, that's not a pocket changer, right? That's a lot of money. And as a broker owner or a team leader, I was, I pulled the curtain, I pulled back really fast from it because they just weren't converting them. And why is it that you could have the exact same leads given to two different people and you get two totally different results? I mean, that's like the million dollar question, right? It's just like kind of mind boggling. It's like the same lead, same quality, you know, many times the same source and one person like totally blows it off and another person makes it look like it's so easy to convert that person. I think the biggest mistake uh, or the biggest obstacle people have in conversion is they spend so much try, so much time trying to convert the other person when in reality, the first thing that they got to do is convert themselves. And what I mean by that is, they got to develop the belief system that who they are is really the best option for the consumer that just reached out to them. See, when you have when you have any level of disbelief in your product, in your service, in your capability, then what do you do? You enter the world of uncertainty. You begin to have a lot of questions in the back of your mind that really talk you out of taking that specific action. So I think step number one for every single person is to really take inventory of who they are and what they have to offer and sell themselves on the idea that who they are is the best option. Because if you know that you are very good beyond a shadow of a doubt, you're going to do whatever it takes to jump any hoop to get yourself into that living room, to get yourself in front of that client. And if you don't, you're going to do anything and everything to escape being put in that situation in front of somebody. So I think that's the number one obstacle. I love that. Let me add something to this. I say this all the time with our clients too, when they're getting up on video and everyone's like, oh, I don't like the way I look or ah, I have a face made for radio. I'm like, cry me a fucking river, dude. Like if you truly believe in the bottom of your heart that you're the right person for the job, it becomes your obligation to tell them about it, not the other way around. And like, and think about it. If not, then you're just not good. And honestly, I I, I 100% agree with you. I think we sell confidence. Like we sell the peace of mind of making a smart investment over the largest financial decision over your time. And when people are going to visit your website, they're not going there to look for properties for sale. They're going to there to review you and see if they like you, period. If they can trust you, period. But if you're talking to someone on the phone and there's a slightest bit of hesitation, it's sort of like if you get a slight hesitation at the bar when you're trying to pick up that chick, if you flinch once, you're shit out of luck, buddy. <laughs> Is that right on or what? Like oh, you, what, you what? sense it. Right? Yeah, what, what, 100%. You know, I, I got a gentleman that just came into my mind right now, and I like to call him T.I. You know, and, and T.I., you know, I mean, the guy would get on the phones every single day. I mean, he memorized the freaking damn scripts and dialogues, you know, and he can do it blindfolded. Like, we blindfolded him with the scripts and dialogues, but he had the hesitancy, that lack of belief that he can actually perform on what he was saying. So what we have to do is we have to go inside his mind. So that's one thing we do is we go inside your mind and that's where most people go. And that's why I'm sick and tired of having a mindset conversation because it's not just about going in the mind. It's also about going into the heart and creating that connection. You got to have that alignment. And once we did that, I'm telling you, this guy shows up like a freaking damn rock star. What is it that, um, is it, I understand new agents, like no doubt, like you never sold a house before. Like, oh shit, what do I do? Like, I don't know. I've never sold a house before. Like, I understand like you should be nervous. That's hard sale, right? Yeah. But like, 
there are people who are nervous that have been selling real estate for 20 years. Right? I work, I, I work with those agents as well, too. I work with people that have been in the industry for a very long time, and then they reach that plateau. And again, that plateau is self-inflicted. It's a plateau that they created for themselves. So, you know, if we're in a conversation of like, how do I level up my confidence? Well, number one, you got to back it up by some fact. And the fact is, there's certain things that you know you got to learn that you haven't put in the time to learn, and that's why you're stuck. So that's that's one thing is identifying what you need to work on. The second thing that you got to do is you got to reprogram your mind by telling your mind a different kind of story. And as we know, every liar eventually believes their lies. So why not tell yourself the lie every single day that who you are is a wonderful human being? Who you are is a contribution to the people in your community. Who you are is a kick-ass salesperson. Eventually, and sooner than later, you're going to buy into that. And you're going to wake up one day and you're going to be the freaking damn superhero of the freaking damn community. So it's just all a matter of like doing that little work. And it is little work. It's not a lot of work. We're talking about a good 5, 10, 15 minutes a day of just reprogramming your mind. It's like affirmations. Just- Affirma- yeah, affirmations. You know, we, we have a course. We have a course. We have another course called Becoming Unstoppable. And that's like literally all about, um, you know, taking yourself to the next level. And the one thing that we don't like about affirmations is the simple fact of like, sometimes you tell yourself an affirmation, but there's a voice in the back of your mind that says, come on, man. You know, you're kidding me. You're sexy. You ain't sexy, man. You got to go to the gym and lose that 10 pounds or whatever it may be. But see, what we do is we take you in your mind to a place that you've never been. And we want you to hear that voice. We want you to hear the quality of that voice. And then we want you to change that voice. And once you have that power to change the voice in your head, then you have the power to change your whole entire reality. So it's a lot more than just saying, I'm powerful. That's a good first step. Yep. I mean, it makes sense. Um, You're the first, um, I would say, coach who's ever, um, I think, said said that to me, which is cool. Because usually they're like, you got to have the right script. But I don't, to me, I don't think scripts matter. Like, I hate scripts. Like, scripts to me are like, you know, they're just predetermined. I don't know how you can script for a conversation you don't know what's going to happen yet. Like, how do you script for a conversation you don't know you had yet? because everyone's going to be a little bit different. So how can I like instantly react to the script in front of my face and then pivot and then actually deliver it like <laughs> a good yeah. way. Yeah. Right. So um, folks, I, nobody listens. No one, no one listens to what you say They're, They, and they listen and respond to how you say it. And in communication, at least with video as a lot of you guys know, I say it's every fucking show, but 90% of it's based upon tonality and body language. Um, only 10% of content people will actually you know, remember or retain. So I don't know why we always spend so much time. Oh, did I say what? Let me get that script. Don't get the script. Just tell me what the hell you're doing. Like, give me the meat and potatoes. Like, you don't know yeah. your profession yet. Like, come on. Yeah. What are you thinking so and, hard? You know, I say, you know, I always tell my clients, screw the scripts. The scripts is just the beginning foundation just to speed up the process and, and get you going. But, you know, one of the things that I'm absolutely loving about having this conversation with you, Mike, is you're so authentic and you're so real and you're dropping the F-bomb and 
And it's not like and it's not like you don't care about what other people think of you and how you communicate. You're just being exactly who you are. And I think most people are trying to be someone else. And that's exactly what the script does is it turns you into someone else. And for 99% of the people, it turns them into someone that they don't like about yeah. themselves. And that's why they have a hard time Makes doing sense. it. Look, you know, real estate is nothing more than a conversation, a conversation yeah. that you have with buyers, you have it with sellers, you have it with the, you know, the, the mortgage person, the lender, the, you know, the escrow person and, and everyone else in between. So what you got to do is you got to focus on how do I have better conversations so I can create better results? As a matter of fact, how do I have a conversation with someone to where it makes it a no brainer equation for them then to have one option? And that option is to work with me. It's awesome. Let's get into it. Um, so I got the right, the belief, like you set me straight. I'm like, okay, I'm the best. I'm going to dominate today. I'm going to wake up and just own today. Um, what's next? Well, next comes, it's like, okay, but we got it up here. It's like, yeah, I believe that, you know, you're my next appointment. You're my next lifting, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And where people totally screw that up is that the language that comes out of their mouth is incongruent with what they are believing. See, I can't believe that who I am is someone that's going to get an appointment and be in a conversation with a seller and say something along the line of like, you know, should we get together? It's like, should we get together? It's like my mind says we are getting together. So basically, step number one is to assume the sale. And part two of step number one is to use what we call assumptive language patterns. So I'll give you an example. You know, if, uh, you know, I teach my clients to, you know, drop self-deep language patterns throughout the whole entire uh, presentation. So while you're previewing the property, you know, with the client, you can say something along the line of like, you know, Mr. Seller, you know, nobody knows this property, you know, better than you do. Uh, what do you think uh, we should highlight in my marketing when I put your home up on the market? Like, do you, do you see the language pattern? I'm speaking as if I'm already- Say that one more time. Okay. So, Mr. Seller, obviously, yes. nobody knows this property better than you do. So, what part of the property do you think I need to highlight the most when I begin to market your property this evening? Uh, well, I spent $15,000 on that kitchen and countless Saturdays and Sundays getting those things to work. And that's where my emotional attachment is. So, I'm looking okay. for a compliment. <laughs> Well, perfectly. And then I would compliment you because your ego yeah. needs that. Okay, 100%. that's all part of the psychology of speaking. Now, one of the things that, that I've already identified about you and taking what we're talking about right here, taking to the, to the next level is number one, we're assuming the sale. Number two, we're using assumptive language patterns. But the second thing that we need to be doing is we need to be qualified. See, Mike, you're a very visual person, are you not? Yes, very. Now, how did I know that? It's because I understand psychology and you in your body language that I'm paying attention to told me immediately that who you are is visual. Yep. So now I get to change my, my, my presentation. I get to change the, the, the choice of words I use to get you to imagine because yep. you're a visual person. So I begin to speak. How, uh, so when, when you're talking to any convert. I bet you just do this to like your wife, probably and like your best friends. Even you're like, Oh, I got you. I'm they both right me, Mike. I, don't yeah, know. You're like, I, I know what the <laughs> hell you're doing right now. Um, Cause this happens in a split second. This takes a lot of time. This takes, this takes, you know, practice. Um, how do you, and how and what 
I read body language all the way to, I'm nowhere near NLP like you are, but I have a good baseline of it. And what stage in your process, like what if it's on the phone, how are they reading? Cause I can't see you. I can't see what you're doing or anything. Like, what do you do to first figure out? Because I agree. You're like, all right, I got to figure out this person's personality. So I can adapt like a chameleon. Right. Yeah. There you go. So what, how do you, what's the first trigger I look for? You, uh, you practice, you practice one of the, the things that most people screw up and it's called listening. <laughs> See, what I want people to get is that listening is the foundation to all your powers of influence because people are really giving you the answer to everything in between the lines. See, you got to listen to specific, specific cues. So if I'm listening, if, if me and you are having a conversation and, you know, you keep on saying, it's like, I'll give you an example. Um, you know, what we do when we qualify, like my client, like, you know, most people, when they qualify people, what are they qualifying for? You're like, how many bedrooms, motivation, timing, whatever. Yeah. And that, that's average. That's average. We want to qualify you for how you think. We want to qualify you for how you process the information. And we want to qualify you for how you make decisions, because if we know how you make decisions, we can impact that decision. If we know how you process the information, we'll give it to you in exactly the way you want it. And if we know how you think, we'll go ahead and change your thinking. So we're over the phone. All you got to do is listen to the words that they are saying. It's like, you know, some people you're speaking to and they'll be like, you know, I see what you're talking about. I mean, how could you see what I'm talking about? It's because you're making pictures in your mind. Now you're mm -hmm. telling me how you think, okay, how you process information. Some people will be like, oh, well, this rings a bell. Now I know you're, you know, you're auditory. Some people will say, I feel you. They're saying the same thing in their own modality. So how do you become a chameleon is you listen, you identify, and you adapt. Listen, identify, adapt. And once you adapt, you will create an emotion in your prospect that will make them forget about the number one person in the marketplace because you made them feel something that this other person cannot make them feel. And I'm telling you, in the world that we live in right now, you know, the best marketer is not the one that wins. The one that wins is the one that makes you feel good. Hmm. Very well put. Um, and I guess here, I'm just thinking of my own, I'm just thinking of like all the different types of conversation I had even today and yesterday. Nothing to do with work, even just like conversations like when I'm trying to get my wife to do something for me, it's still a sale. Um, I still need, I still have a transaction. Like, Hey, can she go pick up the kids today? Like, I'm still trying to sell something, right? We're always selling something, yeah. but I'm just thinking about how I'm pre, uh, negotiating that in my mind. And you're right on. Um, it's exactly, um, what happens. So what are the top, you know, let's just talk about seller. I know you focus a lot on listings. The number one question I'm getting like across the board, I, I had three today, uh, three times, three different people. Hey, Mike, I really need listings. Yeah. I need listings, Mike, because there's, I don't want to be a buyer's agent anymore. I feel like I'm going to quit if I go do, if I go through one more week of the multiple offers. So um, what do you say to someone that says, and here's how I answer. I'm so curious to hear your answer. I'm going to go first. Um, and I, I was always like, Hey, listen, if you want to get more sellers, you just got to become a lot more popular because the vast majority of them already hire someone that they know, like trust. So you just have to make sure you're more like, no, like than trust. Like, I don't think there's a set lead generation system that is just going to spit out sellers by pressing a button. And I don't think there's a magic unicorn out there. I, I believe it's all in attention. 
and conversation and all of that. But what is your opinion on that? And um, yeah, so you know, it's it's the perfect question. Uh, you know, based on the name of my company is called Top Listing Agents. So we focus more on generating sellers than than we do you know buyers. We say work sellers on purpose and buyers by default. Uh, very good question. And you know, the the first word that comes into my mind is omnipresence. You know, you got to use multi multi channels. And, um, you know, for the people that use the phone, which I'm a big advocate on using the phones, and I'll speak about that in a minute, uh, you got to complement that with video marketing, not just image marketing, but video yeah. marketing is, is, no, I'm dead serious, not because you're, oh, you're yeah. out of here. It's, it's, it's all video, you know, and I kid you not, Mike, uh, you know, what we do every single Monday in my listings on demand training is me and my group, they prospect live. Like we're on Zoom and they're prospecting live and I'm listening to both sides of the conversation. And in the last 30 days, we had something show up twice to where the seller on the other end of the line says, hey, spell your name for me. And guess what they're doing? Looking them up. They're Googling. And, and the woman that, that he Googled has a lot of videos. And guess what? She got the appointment nobody would have ever gotten. Okay. Yeah. So video marketing is, is huge. And uh, the question is, how many videos should you be pumping out? Well, I'd say it's not so much about, you know, creating the best quality video. It's about getting as many people to watch your video as you possibly can. So I say, you know, create a little and, you know, market a lot. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's one thing. But, or I'll say, however, um, our number one tool for generating listings has been and still is the winner. And a lot of people will disagree with it. But, you know, my clients that are, you know, taking 10 listings a month will tell you you're wrong, they're right, whatever. But it's not about who's right and who's wrong. It's the phones. It's the phones. And I get that there's a lot of, lot of people in a lot of markets to where it's like, hey, Shady, but I ain't got no expires. That's fine. Get a list of all the expires in 2019 and tell them that their property is worth more money now than they wanted two years ago and start getting appointments. So that's one way. For sale by owners. They're not all selling, but there's a lot of for sale by owners right now. Go after that. Circle dialing. Whatever. If you want it, you got to go out there and get it. But when you combine the active telephone marketing with your online media channels, and making sure you have a good referral base, like you work your database the right way, there's no way you can lose. Impossible. I agree. Um, you're, you're right on. That's what I, I keep trying to, um, I might just call you up when I get on my next coaching call. Hey, dude, listen to Shadi over here. Well, hear it from his mouth because I don't know what you don't understand. It's coming out of my mouth. Yeah. Um, no, seriously, you guys, like the, the ads that you're running, and here's the question people get to, hey, Mike, how many videos should you do per month? I have some guys will call me like, oh, I'm going to do eight videos a month. I'm like, why? You're just going to burn yourself out. Like, you're going to burn me out. Like, I don't want to do your eight videos a month. That's a lot of, that's a tall order. Like, why do you need to do? It's not about more content. It's about more impact. And you just have to be omnipresent. Like, it's just the way it is right now. It's a busy, busy world out there with social media. And the truth is, is that I think it's like 89% of sellers said they would use or hire that agent again. Uh, that sold them that house, but only like 23% do. And the chances are most times because they forget who the hell you are. Um, and then in between the relationship, you fail to stay in touch with them. And then what really happens is that little cousin, Billy infiltrates that relationship. And then he gets the next listing because you failed to keep in the communication with them. You know why that was is because you spiked the damn football after the transaction. You never spiked the football, the transaction, you spike it off a referral from the transaction or their second or third deal with you. Think long-term, you guys. But back to this video thing, so I don't get off. This is a, It's a really good point is that you guys, so what he's saying here is you guys could just do one video 
And there's this thing called Facebook ads. You could upload your entire database to and just freaking run it to them. You got to hit the boost button. If you don't know how to do that yet, like you have to do something to sharpen your skills. This is about pushing a button and you just have to be present. This isn't rocket science. What type of content for this video needs to be present? Because that's the next what type of video. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, God. Yeah. I, I just want to mention something before I talk about the content, Mike. And then, you know, one of the things that I think everybody everybody has that's watching this is they have a database. I mean, that should be a custom audience because, you know, a lot of people in your database may not be opening up your emails and they may not be picking up the phone when you call them, et cetera. But you can reach these people by, you know, targeting them through a custom audience online to make on Facebook or Google, whatever, you know, to make sure that, you know, they're watching your videos. But when it comes down to the the content, there's rehearsed content, and then there's authentic, real, genuine content. I like the real, authentic, genuine content. And I tell, you know, my agents is, you know, like, hey, you're working with a buyer. The buyer asks you a question, or they're dealing with a challenge, and you give them the solution. That is the, that, that right there is the perfect freaking damn video or the seller asks you a question or they're dealing with a situation, you give them the solution. That content right there is the most valid, best content that you can create. So that's like, you know, creating content on the fly. Now, if you want rehearse content, you know, just think to yourself, what are the most common questions you get from buyers? What are the most common questions you get from sellers? And then each question, the answer to each question is a piece of content. If you can, and if you don't know what questions they're asking because you may be newer in the business, just go to Google. Just say, you know, real estate buyer most freaking, you know, ask questions. Boom, there you go. Come up with the answers. So that's what I would do in terms of, of content. Now, there's a lot of people that it's just like, just listed, just sold. I just got done telling one of my clients and I was like, no, we want less of that. We, you know, yeah, keep doing that, but let's double down on, on you and what a beautiful person you are, what a contribution you are to the marketplace and, you know, minimize the amount of justice that just sold. See, that way people see because you're an amazing person is the reason you're getting all those listings and sales and everything else. Yeah. Tell the case study, guys. Quit bragging about the money. <laughs> Tell the case study the person you sold. Recreate HGTV in your They market. don't, look, Mike, they don't care about, they don't care about your car. They don't care about none of that stuff. They care about like people want to do business with people, man. Just be you. Yep. Be you. Everybody wants to be someone else. Yep. I, I, I agree. So are you, um, would you, I'm just getting more advanced, but uh, would you buy a list of like, say from a list provider of prospects and then follow up with those and you're saying run those ads? At a time, are you saying just run ads to your database? Yeah, uh, you know, I, I, I mean, run your ads to the database is, is something that every single person should be doing no matter what, but that's not what we want. We also want to build the invisible list. An invisible list is putting your video out there in front of cold, you know, cold traffic and then creating a, a you know, based on, you know, who's, I mean, you know this, but a lot of people probably watching the video here don't know. It's like, who are the people that are engaging with your content? And then, you know, create a lookalike audience for people that are engaging with 25% of your video or 50% of your video or 75% of your video. And those that are watching 75% or more of your video are people that are really considering buying or selling right now. And that way we run another ad to those people. Out of um, um, some of your top, you guys have a lot of students. So like 
out of some of your top um, students, are they getting, are they generating more listings from their already existing sphere? Or are they doing it through prospecting methods or is it a little bit of both? Because I see, uh, I always see like in the marketplace, I always see like agents are really good at prospecting or they're really good at sphere, but very rarely they're really good at both. It's like, if you're so good at, I want to share this story with, here's the biggest mistake I ever made in my career. When I was in my short sale days, we were closing 25 to 35 transactions a month. And um, I thought I was never going to sell real estate again. And, uh, you know, I gave all of those clients to my existing team and they inherited the clients, meaning they stayed in touch with them. I was always, I farm relationships. That's what I've always done. I do it through email, I do it through direct mail. I built a giant audience through farming relationships, including past clients. Today, each one of those agents are doing north of 25, 30 million in a year because they all, I handed them 50 to 75 clients a year for three years straight. Right. And I didn't think I had to take it on, but they built um, the audience. So my question is, is people always ask, like, and I'm like, you guys cannot stop building the audience, stop building the audience, stop building the audience. Where are these top listing agents securing most of their deals? Is it sphere or is it prospecting or is it niche? I guess there's three. Uh, I would say it's a combination. I would say the winner is, you know, like you said, very few people do both. It's prospecting and the relationships inside of their database. So one of the things that we do a little bit differently, like, you know, in my program, I say, you know, the most neglected system is the most important system. And that is building a database and building a database is all about creating omnipresence and having multi-channels to be in front of those people. But one of the things that we do is we focus a lot on, you know, identifying who are our advocates. And our goal, the goal for every single one of my students is to have 12 disciples, 12 oh. disciples that are going to give them a specific amount of transactions every single year. Now, one of the biggest winners, and um, this is another neglected thing is we're seeing a lot of results from is client appreciation parties. I know it's a little bit more difficult to do right now with COVID, et cetera, but We've never, never, ever did one client appreciation party that did not result in a profit. A profit simply means new buyer, new seller, new relationship that resulted in a buyer sell. Yep. So I'm, I'm all about lifetime value of a client. I'm not about like, you know, people say, hey, you know, what is your definition of an appointment? And I learned this a long time ago from one of my mentors. And an appointment is a meeting with anyone who could positive, positively impact my business today or tomorrow. It's not about taking a listing today and it's not about selling a home today. But when you combine prospecting, putting them into the database and nurturing That's that relationship, you become right. unstoppable. What he just said right there, you guys, is the, and I believe is the entire um, key to the business. And it's like, not even that secret, dude. It's like, it's like the more people you meet and you have a relationship, the more people that you have to continue to nurture. And why he's saying that you guys is 10 to 15% of the population moves each and every year. So this isn't theory, what we're talking about. It's simply mathematical. A certain percentage of people are going to move each and every year. And when your name is the first one thought of when the term real estate comes to mind, you're naturally going to get that call because 78% of people close with the first agent they meet with. So what we're really talking about is attention and uh, branding and all of that. And, and there are, there's a difference between marketing and advertising. Marketing is, is, is nurturing and expanding on the database you already built or you should have built. Whereas advertising is really getting more people into that database. But what he said is so valuable because if you focus on um, it's here's the, the way I always like to put it. 
there's someone in your market right now that you can't fucking stand. You're like, what the hell is that dude doing? And why the hell? Maybe it's me. You hate me because you don't like the way I swear so much. Why did Mike sell so many damn houses? I'll tell you why. Because I was way more fucking popular than you, period. More people knew what the hell I did than know what you did. Did it make me better than you? It just made me more popular. And take that and every single one of you can do the same damn thing in your market. The top agents are not the sharpest tools in the shed. They're not the smartest. They're great relationship builders and people respect and love them. That's the secret to this business. What's your opinion on that? I, I, I can't say it any different than you just said. It's like, how do I become? Okay, so we, we can say, you know, how do I become the more popular? But I'll, I'll add, I don't know, or I'll give you the equation on how to become more, more popular, become more likable, become more sure. likable. And, and, and a lot of people don't put themselves out there. It's because they only see the flaws in themselves and they really don't like themselves enough and don't believe that other people will like them. So there's comes a great book. It goes back to step one, belief. It's not know, belief even what you're selling. It's belief in yourself. Absolutely, 100%. It, everything, I mean, everything is, is here and here. Yeah. You know, once you connect those two, you really become on stoppable but if if i could recommend a book i mean somebody you know out there let's just help out as many people as we possibly can there's a great book that everybody should read it it's called the likability factor i don't remember the author but it's called the likability factor and in there they break down study after study after study from all around the world not just here in the united states of america to where it proves beyond a shadow of a doubt that he or she that's more likable outbeats he or she that is better at what they do so the question is, how do I become more likable? And step number one to becoming more likable is to begin to like yourself. <laughs> it's very well put. Um, yeah, it, it, it very simple, right? Yeah, I mean, put- Brian Tracy. I mean, everybody knows Brian Tracy. And in a psychology of achievement, he said, you know, you need to tell yourself at least 100 times every single day, I like myself, I like myself, I like myself, I like myself. Yeah. I mean, if you don't like yourself, how can you help others? Uh, and it's ultimately what we do. Like we serve, we don't sell, we serve. Um, you help people make one of these big decisions in their lifetime. And again, you're, I, do you still believe we're in, we're in sales? Uh, you're, no, you're we're, coming from the Mike we're, Ferry we're, background. No, so like yeah, I gotta, so, uh, are, you, yeah, are we in yeah. sales? Or are we in service? Yeah, you know, strategy is important. Strategy is important, but it's, it's intention. It's intention. Like, you know, you could have a steak knife and, you know, with the steak knife, you could murder somebody or you could carve a steak. It's, it's intention. So sure. selling is all about intention. See, here's the thing. If you're not a good salesperson and you're sitting in front of a prospect and you can't sell them on the idea of working with you, then in essence, you're doing them a disservice because you just fed them to the sharks that's going to take advantage of them in your marketplace. So selling is important. But, you know, the one thing I disagree with is the definition of ABC, always be closing. I'm all about always be contributing. You know, we're there to make a difference. We're there, you know, I was on a training with my clients today and she's like, how do, how do I get them to do something right now? I go, if getting them to do something right now is not in their best interest, then we don't get them to do something right now. You know, you it's about doing what's in the best interest of the client. So selling, yes, it's important. Selling with intention. Yep. That's it. You guys aren't going to... Um... Like people aren't, whatever comes out of your mouth isn't going to be the reason that someone decides to move tomorrow, (laughs) their statement. I mean, like you could tell me like whatever, but I'm going to move because there's some kind of other outside experience that's causing me to move. It's nothing that the realtor is going to like tell me that's going to be, oh God, this realtor told me this, I'm out. Like, that's just not how it happens. So um, yeah, I mean, very well put. 
Um, I think this is really, really good. I mean, I remember thinking back to my career now, like when I first started and you just brought up a memory and I remember being 22 years old, doing a keg stand a week before, then a week later, I'm wearing a suit down Michigan Avenue for my first real estate job. And the very first year of business, I was like, how the hell are people going to trust me? I didn't know the city. I had zero experience downtown. I didn't yet alone selling a $420,000 in my first condo I ever sold. $420,000, like $12,000 commission. I was like, Jesus, how the hell did you do it? The guy um, that I sold the unit for, we had a, a kiosk in Water Tower Mall on the base right next to Fannie Mae Chocolates. And the kiosk had a bunch of listings. And I would just sit there and have conversations. I was 22-year-olds. Tourists would be walking out and have conversations. Hey, what's that house go? And I knew that's where I sold my first 10 houses off the kiosk. Why? Because I got them to like me. And I go, don't worry, if I get them to like me and tell a joke up front, I could sell my shit later and get them to trust me. All I need to do is get them to like me, get them to like me, get them to like me. And you're 100% right. Likeability, um, they'll figure it out afterwards because every single person likes little cousin Billy who just got his license. And because they like him so much, they're willing to lose another $15,000 on the sale of that house. Because let's face it, little Billy has no fucking idea what he's doing. <laughs> Fair? Well, 100%, brother. 100%. <laughs> You know, and uh, then, you know, there, there's there's a lot of people out there that uh, li live in the world of, you know, what if, you know, what if they say something I can't answer? Then just be honest. What if this? What if that? You know, we, we got to get rid of the ifs. We got to get rid of the ifs. You know, it's like, what if they know I'm new? What if they know I haven't sold any homes? What if they know I don't know how to do this, et cetera? Look, forget about the what ifs. Go out there, generate a transaction, and you'll figure it out. And you have enough people in, in your office, in your virtual community that you hang out with online that will support you in, you know, transacting. It's like get a large say, database. Hey. People to say, I need to build a system. I was like, well, you need someone to put inside that system. Go find that someone first and we'll build the system later. Yeah. This is a hundred percent, man. I like it. I love it. Um, any other final uh, thoughts um, you want to go ahead and add? Yeah, if, if I could leave everybody with, with a final thought, the final thought would be, would be this. When you first got into real estate, you got into real estate with a hope. You got into real estate with a dream. And maybe now it's one year or 10 years later, and that dream has not been fulfilled as of yet. And just consider the reason being is because somewhere along the way, you lost the hope and you lost the dream. And it's time to go back to step number one and revive the hope, revive the dream. And accept the fact that this industry is not as difficult as you make it out to be. It's easy when you get out of your own way. So get the heck out of your way and live the life of your dreams. Yes, sir. Appreciate that. And Shadi, why don't you go ahead and tell our listeners uh, where they can find you at? Yeah, they can, uh, you know, with, you know, my name, Shadi Bazzi, either on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, anywhere they want to connect is good. And, you know, for some people that just want to speed up the process and want access to a free training, uh, the best place to go would be to toplistingagentwebinar.com. That's where they can, get, you know, Find out what are the four pillars to build an listing agent for free. Awesome, man. What a pleasure. It's uh, great having you on the show. Thank you for sharing your expertise, folks. This guy knows what he's doing. Look him up, follow him on social media and check out his coaching program. If you guys need some assistance, um, 
give him a shout. Obviously he knows what he's doing and I recommend him. So appreciate you guys listening to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. Uh, we appreciate you guys each and every week. Folks, you guys know where to find me. If uh, Some of the stuff we talked about today was a video. Week script, edit, and distribute your video content. And we could create anything you want anywhere in the country. doesn't really matter where you're at. Um, we have this system on autopilot and uh, we're just really damn good at it. So if you need that omnipresent marketing that we're talking about today, it's exactly what we do. And we'll even run your ads for you too, if need be. Anything you need to do, but like Shadi says, this is not, um, you have to be willing to put yourself out there and doing it on video is just the easiest, most impactful way to do it and stay in top of mind and communicate with others. So please feel free to reach out to us with that. You can reach us at realestatemarketingdude.com. You can take the free training online, visit my website and I'll retarget you until we have a conversation. So either way, we'll get, we'll talk. I promise you that because I'm going to take that say omnipresent thing that we're talking about and I'm going to use it on you until we speak. So we appreciate that. <laughs> appreciate you guys listening to another episode. Shadi, it's been a pleasure, dude. We we look forward to it. I'm on your show too. Check out his podcast, Top Listing Agent Podcast as well, guys. It's a really good show and I'm going to be appearing on there next week. So uh, we appreciate it. So thanks for listening. We'll see you guys in the next week's episode and I'll talk to you then. Peace out. Thank you for watching another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude Podcast. If you need help with video or finding out what your brand is, visit our website at www.realestatemarketingdude.com. We make branding and video content creation simple and do everything for you. So if you have any additional questions, visit the site, download the training, and then schedule time to speak with a dude and get you rolling in your local marketplace. Thanks for watching another episode of the podcast. We'll see you next time.